You're listening to a podcast from Victory. The antidote for worry is seeking first the kingdom of God. Learn more about how to handle worry and anxiety in week 12 of our series, Redefined. We're going to talk about anxiety. Six times, okay, six times from nine verses from uh, Matthew 6, 25 to 34, six times this word anxious was actually mentioned. If you, if you check the, um, another version, NIV, talks about worry. Worry. Do we worry? Mukha ba siyang worried? What is anxiety? Anxiety is an emotion characterized by an unpleasant state of inner turmoil. Something inside. Maybe you don't see it outside, but something's happening inside. Often accompanied by nervous behavior, such as pacing back and forth. Hindi po ako ang anxious. I know, I'm pacing back and forth. Excited lang ako, excited. Okay, iba yun, iba yun. I'm excited. Such as pacing back and forth, it is the subjectivity and pleasant feelings of dread over anticipated or future events. Something's about to happen, it's in your mind. You're anxious. You're anxious about tomorrow. Why? Tomorrow is Monday. Okay, tomorrow Monday, start na ng school. Start na ng work week. Makikita mo na naman yung pinakamamahal mong boss. Makikita mo na naman yung, 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 yung kabundok na things to do sa mesa mo. You, 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 you feel anxious already. There was a translation about anxiety, worry, that it is characterized by a person being choked. Ganun daw yung anxiety. You're, you're, you're like being choked. You're being choked. I remember, um, I, I, I know of this person who... He was a businessman, and then and when he was doing business, nagbibuild up palagi anxiety niya. And it always starts um, Saturday evening. When Sunday comes, sometimes he would go to church. He would be with his family. He would be with his w- w- close family and extended family. But then most often times, his mind won't be with them. And then makita mo, nagbibuild up na yun. Towards after lunchtime, going, go, going to the evening, he would be so reclusive. Na, 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 nasa isang side na lang siya tapos pag kinakausap siya ng asawa niya isang tanong, isang sagot na lang and sometimes nagkakainisa na sila because he's so anxious he's so anxious because of the next day what will happen the next day? checks would come in you don't know if there are actually funds in your, in your account uh, payables that should have been paid you're not sure if it, it has already paid anxiety builds up you know that that person I was telling you about was me years ago Years ago, when I was a businessman, I was a businessman. It's something that, that I really felt. There's like a choke. There's like a choke that even when, when, when my children would come to me, I would embarrass them at times because I didn't want to talk to them. And it was supposed to be our family day. <laughs> it was supposed to be a family day. Today, today, as we read through the scriptures, as we learn God's word for you and I, my prayer is that Jesus doesn't only want to address anxiety, but also release us from anxiety. We have to be released. Sayang, sayang. Pag mawasok kayo dito, you just want to know about anxiety and anxiety, what Jesus had to say, but you're not released. We ought to be released. In one of the studies that I found is that mild cases of anxiety, depression, may actually lead to an early death. Lead to an early death. Let's read now. In, in, in Matthew 6, uh, 25 to 34. About anxiety. Says, up, uh, says here, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will 
eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than the food and body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Verse 27. And which of you being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you being so anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet, I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble." So oftentimes, I know you've read this passage hundreds of times. Maybe some of you, thousands of times. Thousands, kasi alam mo yung pag nag-worry ka na, ano ang version, ano ang version, babalik ka mo siya, therefore, do not be anxious. But we might miss a very big part. The very big part there is that therefore, therefore, that word therefore, that small word therefore, is there for a reason. We have to settle it first. Remember, last week when we talked about where do you actually lay your treasures, in heaven or in earth, that therefore is the verse previous to that. Verse 24, when it said, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. It has to be settled first. Kung hindi, sayang po yung araw na to. If you're not sure if money is your master or, or God is your master, you have to settle it now before the very word of God settles in our heart. And only when we have made our choice for heavenly treasure, for light for God, therefore I tell you this, this is how must we behave. You have to settle this first in your very heart. Kingdom thinking would lead us to kingdom living. Kingdom living, the way we think, would dictate the way we are going to live. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then it follows, give us this day our daily bread. We have to set the, 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 the imperative first. Are we living for the kingdom? Or are you building your own kingdom? Are we living for God's kingdom? Or are we living for the heavenly kingdom? Jesus here addressed three things about anxiety. First, Reasons of our anxiety. What are the different reasons? I know you have your reasons. If you're anxious right now, if you're just a bit worried. Verse 25 said, What you will eat, what you will drink, what uh, nor about your body, what you will put on. Jesus is not, is not just saying here, Okay, this is all, these are only the... Are, he's actually questioning us. Are these the things you're worried about? Menial stuff. He's telling us. 
Menial stuff, menial, especially for him. Because he could provide over and beyond the art, our very need. He's saying here, if we are worried about our clothing, the food we eat, the drink that we need to, to drink, kung yun lang, pinoproblema natin, kung yun lang, anxious na tayo, paano pa pagbinigyan niya tayo ng mas maraming responsibilidad? What more the bigger stuff? The question here, the question that he's asking here is why? Why are you worried? What are the different reasons that, 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 that we are actually anxious? Basic needs. We say that we needed to survive. And then, and then if, we, if you keep on counting and then kulang, kulang, you have that anxiety now of being in luck. Maybe you're not really in luck. Maybe you're just looking at the other person or you're thinking about what people would tell you, would talk about you and how people would perceive you. That's why you're in luck. Most of the time we're anxious because people, we know that people are looking at us and our stuff. Some people are, are actually anxious about their health to the point that it's actually eating them alive. Some are very anxious about death. Why are you anxious about death? I'm not saying I want to die now. But if God takes me, good. Are you prepared to die? Have you prepared yourself? A preparation is not in the money na iiwan mo. No, 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 no. Have you laid out treasures in heaven? Do you know that you're actually going to heaven? A lot of people are anxious about calamities. Anxious about power. Power. That they don't have power or they have power, they might lose power. They're anxious about that also. And uncertainty of the future. God is asking why. What do you actually value? Why are you anxious? Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Only you can answer that. He says in verse 27, And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? He's asking us here the question, What is the reason that you're worried? Don't you know that you're not actually in control? We're not. If any one of you here, any one of us here, think that you are in control, we're never in control. We think we are in control, but we're not. We're not in control. You know, 85% of anxiety, this is research by science, 85% of anxiety doesn't actually happen. Only 15%. But then we worry too much. Can you, can you, can you imagine that? Do you have mathematicians in the house? Yung probability lang. Only 15% of the time that you get worried can actually happen. Worry is wasting today's time to clutter up tomorrow's opportunity because you can't move on. You're thinking about today, today, worry, 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 nangyari yesterday. With yesterday's trouble, paano na kung mangyari uli sa akin? Paano na, as parents, I'm, I'm, I'm a parent here. You always thinking, you always be thinking, okay, what, what if this happens to my child as it happened to me? Leave those worries behind. Perfect love cast out fear. Where do you put your hope now? Is it in your control? Trying to con- 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 control? Trying to control your child? Trying to control every child? You cannot. Surely, God is in control. In your finances. Um, ang hirap, di ba? Parang, ang hirap mag-increase ng zero sa bank account mo. Pero yung palabas ng zero, parang dumudulas lang. Right? We're not in control. We're never in control. 
But if you put your trust in the Lord, you know that He is in control. I love this group of people that were, once they were slave. Slave. And they were granted freedom. And there was a leader who stood up and led them out. Remember, hundreds of years, they were slave. Now going to their promised land, they started to grumble along the way, in the middle. The, the, the 40 day, only 40 day journey, turned into 40 years of journey. They still grumbled. Grumbled and grumbled and grumbled. That they want to, they want to dethrone the leader. They want to say, can you just step out? We were, we were okay as slaves. But now that you have led us to our freedom, it's as if we're gonna die in search of our freedom. They started grumbling, grumbling, grumbling. Never did they think that in the 40 years that they were in the desert, in the wilderness, they never got hungry, they never got thirsty, they were provided for. And even the very soles of their sandals, hindi punapudpud, those were the Israelites. When they were being led out, they were only thinking about themselves. They were always saying, okay, pwede na maging slave na lang ako uli. Balik muna ako dun sa, balik muna ako sa Egypt. Done to taste freedom. Do we worry? How do we worry? What are the things that are making us so anxious now? What are the things that keep us so worried that even our health, even our relationships are, are, are being affected. Yes, relationships can be affected by worrying about what happened yesterday. And then you cannot move on. What are those? Second thing that Jesus addressed here is the root cause of our anxiety. Blatantly, blatantly, He told us the very root cause. In verse 30, He says, But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will He not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. Zero in saying, you know what? It's not about the, the clothes. It's not about the food. It's not about the drink. It's about your faith. Do you trust me? Do you? Do we trust Him? Proof. Proof. We're, as people, very visual. Proof. He said, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they are? Proof. And why are you so anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spill. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like any one of these. Oh, you of little faith. Talks about us. Little faith. Little faith. When you, when you look at the translation, little faith, the very root word of little faith is dull in hearing. Dull in hearing. Kundi mo narinig ngayon, you're dull in hearing. Or, matal, or madaldal yung katabi mo. Kaya mo din narinig ngayon, dull in hearing. Remember Philippians 4, 6, Do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. Philippians 4, 6. That was on my wall in my office. But never did it penetrate our heart. Every morning, every morning before when I, when I was a businessman, it was, my, uh, it, it was my business partner who shared the gospel to me. And she told me, why don't you write this in, in, in the wall? Para you don't get anxious. Alam niya, worried ako palagi. So I would write in the wall. I would always read it. But then it never penetrated my heart. Dull in hearing. 
It was mere words. It never penetrated my heart. Why? Because I was dull in hearing. I had little faith. Where is your faith right now? How strong is our faith right now? Remember when Peter looked for Jesus and Jesus said, Peter, come to me when they were on the boat. Remember that story? When Jesus asked him, come, come over. Peter might have been excited at first. He was going to walk on water. Remember that? But when he took a step, before he actually took that step, suddenly he heard the wind howling, heard the water splashing. Before he even set foot, what happened? He drowned. He almost drowned. Why? Because instead of hearing the voice of Jesus, he heard worries, he heard problems, he heard anxieties. And then it crept, it crept in. Talks about us as hearing. He talks about the status. Do you hear your father in heaven? Do you know that he's your father? What is your status? What is your status? There's a clue here in saying, why, why worry? He said there, your heavenly father. There's a, there's a metaphor here that, that God created the birds and provided for them. But suddenly it shifted and Jesus reminded us, He did not just, God did just, just created us, but He is our Father. That means I will provide for you. Have you seen a father not, not wanting to provide for his children? Why worry? There's a comparison now. Are you a Gentile? For the Gentiles seek after all these things and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. He's asking here now, do you know that as a Christ follower, I am your father. As a Gentile. We're not Gentiles. We're Christ followers. The question is, what is our status? Talking about our faith, what is our status now? With God. My prayer is that you can boldly say that I am a son and a daughter of God. I am a son or I am a daughter of God. Let's move now to the third the last thing that Jesus actually addressed here, third and last one, is the resolution to our anxiety. How, how can we resolve this? What is, what, what, is the, what is the solution? Jesus wants us to be released from our anxiety. Church, if you're ready right now to write notes, okay, pastors, the pastor is going to give me step one, step two, step three, how to be released of my anxiety, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disappoint you. There's no, step, there's no step one, step two, step three. It would always go back again to the reason and to the root cause. It would talk, talk about our relationship. Because if we know that He is our Father, we would gladly release to Him all our anxiety. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of this will be added to you. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, your kingdom first before my needs. Why? Because I know as you, as my, you are my Jehovah Father, you are my provider, you are Jehovah Jireh that will provide for me. Now I would do the very will of your kingdom. I would move. I would, I, would, I would help in advancing your kingdom. And everything will just follow. 
put Jesus first. He is our primary, He is first, and He is our one and only. In, in Romans, Paul says it very clearly in Romans 8.32, where he said, He who did not spare His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, how will He not also with Him graciously give us all things? If the very reason now you're hearing God's word today is because of what Jesus did on that cross, how can he withhold those good things that you're praying for, that you're anxious about? If he, God himself, did not spare his son for us to enjoy life here on earth and in eternity, how can he withhold material things, menial stuff? How? Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. There's a purpose why I put this cross here. There are times that when, when we worry, we would like to carry the cross that Jesus actually carried. It it's, it's not too heavy now, but it's, it gets heavier in a while. That, that's like a picture of us being anxious. And that's just one cross. What if there's another worry, another anxiety? First it was parenting. Next it was about money. You carry another cross again. And then about sickness. Somebody, somebody get really sick in the family. You grab another cross. Nobody's putting it on you, remember? You just grab another cross. Sometimes freely. Let me take that cross. And then something happened in the relationship. Let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me carry another cross. Took it upon ourselves. Not realizing that that cross, that very cross is the illustration of our freedom. We take a cross at a time, a cross as a time, and we carry it. We try to do it on our own way, on our own. I remember, I remember a family who's very dear to us. They're in church now. But before they got into church, their marriage was, was dead. It was actually dead. They got restored. After that, they found out that one of their child has who is suffering epilepsy, has to take medication, the daily medication. Kailangan may maintenance na. Because it didn't, she didn't actually grow out of it. Then they found out that one of their child has actually a congenital heart disease that they also need medication for. And just recently, they actually found out their last, their bunso, yung pinakabunso nila, has lupus. Uh, me and my wife, when we were just talking, we just say, we would just ask ourselves, why? Lord, why? And then, and the dad actually just survived a brain surgery. When all of us were actually celebrating, here comes a news. We're celebrating almost, almost 
almost one year now that, 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 that he's recovering. The marriage is intact. They're, they're, they're serving the church. The, the kids are all serving the church. Oh yeah, your last, your youngest daughter has lupus. We were just asking, why? There's no answer. My wife and I drew strength from the kid's prayer. What is her prayer? Her prayer is this. She cried. Uh, she, they cried terribly as a family. They questioned God. Sometimes it's okay to question God. It's okay. But after that, you move on. You move on. Okay? I'm not telling you, no, 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 kailangan armor ka, kailangan armor of God, hello? Kaya nga we put on the armor of God because di natin kaya. I drew strength and console from, from, the, from the child when she said, when we asked her, are you okay? I'm okay now. Why? I've released it to the Lord. I've prayed about it. And look at my parents. Their marriage is Okay. Look at my dad. He's okay now after brain surgery. Look at my two sisters. They're okay with all their congenital diseases. They're okay. They're functioning properly. So I know I will be okay because God is in control. God is in control. Sometimes we have fears. We have condemnations. We have doubts and we have worry. But Jesus is redefining us here. Jesus redefined our priorities to release us from all our anxieties. He wants to release you and I. He wants to release you and I. Yes, the problem might be there tomorrow when you wake up. But it should not drag you down. And put added weight, added cross on you. Because remember, the empty tomb of Jesus, when He took all our sins, took all our sufferings on the cross, He rose again after three days. The empty tomb of Jesus is the promise that He will never leave you nor forsake you. That perfect love casts out fear. That there's no condemnation, there's no shame. Put it on him. Release. Release upon the Lord. Can I just ask everybody? For everybody, everybody, let's participate. Can I just ask everybody to just close your eyes? Close your eyes. When was the last time you actually breathed? When was the last time that you you breathe? Normally. When was the last time that you released everything you've been in church for the longest time you've been in ministry for the longest time you've been a volunteer for the longest time you've read your bible the longest time or this is your first time to come to church first time to hear the gospel first time to be in a, in a church community like this jesus is asking you my son and my daughter when was the last time you breathed? All eyes closed. All eyes closed. Breathe in. Hold it. Hold it. And then release. 
breathe in. Next two minutes. Breathe in, hold. Lord, it's all on you. Lord, I release it to you. Lord, more than you hear the size of our hearts, you see what's in them. The Lord is saying unto you, my son and my daughter, I don't want you to carry all those weights. They're not meant for you. I have already taken it upon me on that cross. And when I declared, it is finished, it is finished. So why are you carrying all those weights? Release them to me, my sons and my daughters. Release worries. Release those doubts. I would never count any wrong. I would never shame you. I would uphold you with my very right hand. Release them to me, the Lord says. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, for my brothers and my sisters. If it's about our faith, Lord, make our hearing not dull but sharp. Make the very words, Lord God, come to life as we read them in in and through our lives. Lord, make us salt and light by giving us that light, giving the very path to take, the very direction to take, because you are lighting our paths. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, that we are, we are told to be, that we are more than conquerors. It's not about our, our inability. It's not about our weaknesses. Because when we are weak, you are strong. Because your word is true. Your word is perfect. Your word is, is consoling us. Thank you, Lord God, for the Holy Spirit. That He will never leave us. That He's always there comforting us. Father, I pray, Lord, that You will sharpen us. Sharpen our spiritual ears. To know which is Yours and which are not Yours. Give us discernment and wisdom. But Lord, I pray, Lord, You give us boldness and courage. To fight every battle knowing, Lord God, that You are the source of our strength. You are our, our banner and our shield. And you fight those battles with us. So Lord, I pray right now, trample upon the anxieties of our people. Trample upon every worry, every fear and our doubt. Because it is not from you, the Lord says. It is not from you. Lord, I declare this over our church right now. Each one of us, each each and every family, Lord God, in this place right now. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. 
You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's ask everybody just lift up your hands. Father, we declare this over our lives right now. No fears, no worry. And only you, Jesus, has redefined how we live. Whether we're students, whether we're parents, whether we're employees, whether we're employers. Thank you, Lord God, that you love us. Thank you, Lord God, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you that the victory is yours. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.